Would you shut the fuck up and listen to the Skeleton Crew? It's radio at its finest. Welcome, Boneheads. It is here once again, the iconic classic, the Skeleton Crew Horror Podcast. The podcast that will tickle your funny bone and have you screaming for more. Exclusively at Horrorphilia.com. With your trio of numbskulls, Dave Z. Hot as leather. You know how he says that at the end? He goes, we're hot as leather. Jamie Jenkins. I, 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 I like it. And Alex Edwards. Yeah, asshole. Woo! You are now entering the bone zone. Guys, we're back with our second installment of our Phantasm Retrospective, which we are doing for the summer of 2016. Uh, This is all leading up to the new movie that will be out in October called Phantasm 5. Uh, I forgot the name of it, though, that subtitle name. Ravager. Ravager. Sounds like a porno. Ooh, the Ravager. It's like the railing, uh, Reggie Railing. Yeah, he's railing and ravaging. He's sculling and he's railing and he's ravaging. Yeah, we're talking about it on the Skeleton Crew. Right. <laughs> Jack Skullington. The Skeleton Crew. That's what we are. We still, our hair did not grow in yet on top. We are still sporting our skulls. Dude, my shit might not come back. <laughs> this might be it. I was my, my hairline was fucking. I already had a little yarmulke on the back from a bald spot. Now this might fucking do me in. <laughs> did that happen to like, Kurt Angle? Yeah, it did. Yeah, you, you know, if shit? a Jewish guy has a bald spot, can he just like paint it in and then call it good? He don't have to wear that stupid hat anymore. He wouldn't have to pin it. That's true. I might just convert permanent yarmulke. Yeah, I might do it. I'm gonna talk to my wife about it. See if she's okay. <laughs> did you ever spray paint your head remember that commercial when they were painting their heads with that spray yeah did you ever yeah. do it no maybe I should have you guys ever used a Floby? no <laughs> I use the suck cut it sucks <laughs> as it cuts it certainly does suck what is that a commercial from fucking um, Married with Children no uh, Wayne's World damn it what do I know wasn't the Floby like a blender looking thing? Didn't it have like beads no, the, and shit? I hope not. It was supposed to be to cut your hair. You put it's the uh it's it's the thing with the vacuum cleaner hose attached to the clippers and so as you're going across your head it's sucking up the hair. Yeah, I think you're I think Dave's thinking of you're next. <laughs> the blender hair cutting tool that the girl used. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's it. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to um, to do my Halloween thing this year. Uh, it'll be the same thing as always, but I really want to vote. You know, it's always the Halloween movies and the Simpsons Trials of Horrors, and then. But I really, really uh, want to make a point of watching a lot of the Universal Classic monster movies again. And just a little tidbit of news. Um, I don't know if anybody knows this, but they uh, are releasing. A box set of the Wolfman movies and the Frankenstein movies on Blu-ray. Finally, so 
You're going to have Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein, unfortunately the Son of Frankenstein, House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, and Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein on one Blu-ray set. And I think it's only like $14, right? It's that cheap? Yeah. And then the Wolfman's going to have the Wolfman, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, and it's going to act. they actually repeat titles, because I guess... Lame. I mean, it's cool, though. Like, what if you're only a Wolfman fan? And you just get the Wolfman one, and you still get to have the ones that are on the Frankenstein yeah, one. You know? It makes sense. It, it's it, cool. It does make sense. But it's going to prevent me from buying them all now. Now, just because there's repeaters, I won't fucking buy them all. So. Oh, Dave, you have the weird rules. Yeah, Why would these I buy? Weird... Because there are, movies, weird? there are movies there that you don't have. Well, yeah, but why would I pay extra money to, to have two copies of the same exact movie? That doesn't make sense. It's not weird. That's just stupid to do. You know? Uh, I don't know. That makes no sense. It makes we perfect. Just... So you're just going to throw money out the window <laughs> for no fucking reason to, to be a completionist. Now Dude, that's they're literally charging you for probably one movie. And you're getting all these other ones. So you're still getting four movies that are not on the other set. And you're still getting the wolf. Like, like why wouldn't you want Frankenstein's son and Bride of Frankenstein uh, at all? Because... The other movies on the set are also on the Wolfman set. Like, how does that make any sense? Well, no, no. It, it depends on what the price is. Obviously, if it's still cheaper to buy them in the set, then I'm going to buy the set. Of course I am. I'm, I'm going to go for my, my best bang for the buck. If they sold them individually, they would be $14 each. So you'd pay like $120. Well, then the smart move is to buy the box sets. Right. <laughs> 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 we just watched Revenge of the Creature a couple weeks ago. Is that the th- oh the second one? It's the yeah, it's the one that takes place at SeaWorld. Um I don't what? know if it's actually SeaWorld, not SeaWorld. Jaws three? It's or not Jaws SeaWorld, but it's oh. it's basically SeaWorld. And and yeah, Jaws three pretty much ripped it off. It's it's Are you serious? Yeah, if you've never seen it, it is first of all, it's pretty hilarious, but uh they have an entire scene where they, because they, they go, the idea is they, um, because when the first movie, when they found the creature, you know, and the second one, they go back to where he was and they bring him home because they want to do, uh, they want to do some research on him. So they bring him to this like SeaWorld place and, um, there actually is a real place. I just can't think what it is now. But anyway, they bring him back here and they, they do a whole scene where they're walking him slowly around the tank to push <laughs> water over his gills, just like they did the baby shark in Jaws 3. Wow. Um, I mean, it is so – I'm watching this movie and I'm like, how did I not realize ever that this is Jaws 3? I mean, it's, except it's um kind of better. <laughs> uh, you think? <laughs> wait, but, wait. um. Didn't uh, what's-his-name direct it? A fucking Jim Wynorski or something? Revenge of the Creature? Yeah. No, this is from 1950... Let's see, the first one was, what, 55? So this one is, like, 57, 58, something, 56? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Return of Swamp Thing. My mistake. Oh! Yeah. I always oh. confuse Creature from the Black Lagoon <laughs> and Swamp Thing. I always will. I've never seen either of them, but I always confuse them. Was Adrian Barbeau in that one? <laughs> was she born yet is the question <laughs> that's cool is uh hey is the creature the third one is called the creature walks among us is that any good 
I that's one I have not seen, and I keep hearing that it is absolutely not. And um, Brian said Brian's seen it, and he said it is pretty hilariously bad. Like not necessarily any good like he doesn't even want to watch it i do want we do have it and i do want to watch it just because i've never seen it um and you know i like all those movies i want to see them all at least once i don't I'm not saying we have to go back and add them to our rotation or anything but um i'd like to see it just to have it in the old brain but i keep hearing it's terrible from other people too so isn't there one where like they set him on fire so his he turns into a human or something or his gills disappear? Uh, if if so, then that must be that one because I've never seen that. I don't know. Yeah, and that's how he walks among them, I guess. Maybe so. Yeah, makes sense. That then that sounds really stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. Like just yeah. now, I sold you on Brian's theory. Like you know what, Brian's <laughs> probably right. Is there a box set for Creature too? Was that one of them coming? It's not coming, but there already is one on DVD, a box set. But not blue. So for blue, we're getting what? Wolfman and Dracula or something? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. We have on Blu-ray the, um, hang on. It's right behind my head. We have the classic monsters set on Blu-ray. And I want to say the creature movies are in. I think that's how we watched the one last time. I think all three of them are in this one. Um, Oh, it's the original House of Horror Universal and Monster Legacy thing. Right. And it does have the creature. I'm not sure if it has Yeah, all. Oh, yeah, it has that as... Oh. In, the, in the old days, they released Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Creature, Invisible Man, and... Uh, who's the last guy? Mummy. Mummy, yeah. Yeah, this is... Um, yeah, Frankenstein, Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein, Wolfman, Phantom of the Opera, Creature from the Black Lagoon. So this one just has the first one. Yeah, the first of all of them, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do the, the big one on Blue. I mean, they. I don't know if they're going to go any farther than just the main cats like they did on the the Blu-ray collection we have is just the big ones. So I don't know. Maybe they don't think it's worth the money to or worth the investment for them to port all of all of the movies to Blu-ray. I don't know. I think that there's a market for it, but... Well, this will prove it, whether or not all these things sell. Yeah, but they're idiots. Why don't they just do a limited edition? Make a thousand of them, and they're guaranteed to sell. I mean, why... Well, then you have then you have people jumping down their throats because they made a limited edition. <laughs> well, you should... So what? It's not their problem. Just go, well, you assholes, nobody buys these things, so... Well, that's exactly my argument for the for the Scream Factory thing, you know? I mean, uh, you know, for people who argue that they're not doing... They, they don't, you know, they don't care about the fan... Well, they don't have to. They're a business. They care about their bottom line. And their bottom line says, no one on the whole... Like, people on the whole don't buy these movies. But... For the discerning fans out there, for the collectors out there who do want to buy them, we're going to do it, but we're only going to do a certain number because we have to make sure we sell them. We have to make sure we have our money back. It's not like they print them on demand. you know. They don't want to get stuck with 10,000 copies of a movie nobody wants to buy. Um, yeah, and nobody gives a fuck. It only makes sense from a business point of view, and that's all they have to care about is their business. Right, and if people are like, "Oh, people will gouge us on eBay," well, then don't buy it. Don't buy it on eBay. Well, yeah, no one's forcing you to. So if you really, if you absolutely have to have it, 
then you spend the money if you want to. But no one is making you do it. You know, it is a it's a capitalist society. That's the world we live in. And people are allowed to people are allowed to charge whatever they want. You don't have to pay it. That's the that's the beauty of of living in the society we live in. You know, yeah, it's not like they're holding withholding. Well, yeah, sure. It's not like they're withholding air. You know, it's like you know, right. yeah. <laughs> air. She said you know, it's, nice. you know, it's a luxury. Yeah, it's not total recall. You know, <laughs> exactly. There are no three boobed chicks walking around or mutants because they can't breathe oxygen. You know, That's, too bad, um, man. That's the thing we're complaining about. We got power, <laughs> man. Right. We got to boycott. If you don't want to fucking buy, pay the price, then boycott them straight up. I boycott so many things. Alex, how, how's that fucking Ash vs. Evil Dead Blu-ray going, Alex? It's so funny you just <laughs> said that. That's where I was going to go with that. I'm. See, I am boycotting. I'm boycotting them for life. And I got to tell em. you, though, that Blu-ray is awesome. It's got, There are commentaries for every episode. It is really cool. I'll steal it. I'll go right into fucking Best Buy and gank it. You think I'm joking? I fucking, I'll gank shit, man. I'm sorry. Fuck them. They can afford the loss. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Best Buy can, man. They're hurting as far as the physical store goes. That's what they get for fucking overcharging people for years, cocksuckers. I thought they were no. They don't overcharge. They're the guys who give you uh, whatever price you can find online. You do know that, right? You don't. If anybody doesn't know this, you don't have to pay what they price match. You're right. Yeah, they price match. I don't know if anybody, some people like I believe or not don't know that, but. We walk in there all the time with our phones on the Amazon page of whatever we're looking for, and if it's cheaper on Amazon, we just show them the Amazon at like the Amazon page, and they'll give you whatever for the price that you can for whatever cheap price. You, I mean, obviously not for like what you can get for like on eBay or something. It has to be an actual no, a real thing, seller. Yeah. But um, we do that. We do that all the time. Yeah, I recently got they had the Rambo movies on Blu-ray, all three of them in like this set, and um, I. I believe it or not, it was crazy. They were selling it for like $24 and it was like eight bucks on Amazon one day, just on some crazy sale. And I happened to see it there and say, Hmm, I wonder if it's on Amazon. And it was for that much. And they had to give me the $16 off. Like it was crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. I'll give them props then. They're not so bad. Other places are all those places that used to be at malls and shit. Like fucking those like, like FYE, all of or, them. Yes, FYE. Yeah. They're still there, those yeah. bastards. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. Fuck them. Yeah, Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, remember Suncoast? That was the. That's what I meant to say. I didn't mean to say Gold Coast. Wow, oh, you said they... Gold Coast. Uh... Those are two casinos in Vegas: Suncoast and Gold Coast. Wow, uh, that's crazy. I used to love Suncoast. That's where I actually discovered horror because. That's where my I, – I think I told this. That's where my dad uh, – we walked in and he saw Avin Costello meet Frankenstein, which I coincidentally watched last night. And uh, he goes, wow, they got this? Man, this is the best. And I go, what is that? And he goes, Avin Costello meet Frankenstein, man. This is so great. And I don't know. Something about that just like clicked with me and I uh, got into it and that just kick-started. I had to have everything. So wow. all the Universal Classics. Yeah, it all started there. So that's why I'm Aww. sitting here today. Yeah, just from that one movie. Are they on Blue? Is Evan and Costello meet the monsters on Blue or no? Believe it or not, they made a... It's so funny you said that. I just wrote to Universal today because um, 
I, I was looking up on Amazon for some stuff, and I realized, I because I was thinking of them, so I looked up the monster thing again, Abbott Costello Meet the Monsters, which is basically our retrospective, but on the actual a box set of a Blu- uh, DVDs. So they only put them on DVD, a box set of when they meet all the monsters, all the horror episodes of Abbott Costello. So I go, guys, uh, I love I love you, but can we get this on Blu-ray? I mean, you do realize it's not like 2001. It's like 2016, and Blu-rays have been around for nearly 10 years. And you're repackaging Abbott Costello movies and releasing them as if it's fucking 10, 15, 20 years ago. What like, the fuck? Who buys DVDs on purpose? That's what you That's what you buy when there is no such thing as anything else and you still want this really bad or something. Do you see the Twilight Zone? They're re-releasing again. CBS is putting out the Twilight Zone, fucking the complete series on DVD. Just DVD, not blue. Jesus. It's already come out on blue. Right. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. That makes no sense. I'm so tired of it. But what Dave was referring to is they, these scumbags, and this is just like that Halloween fiasco we had. What was it, two years ago now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I boycott them for life, too. Fuck them. Who was that again? Who was it? That was... TCM, Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Turner Classic Movies, them. yeah. I'm motherfucking every chance I get. Them and DVD Empire now. Fuck them. They had the uh, 15 disc box set of all the, you know, somebody bought the rights of distribution or whatever, and they finally got to release all the Halloween movies on one box set. So they listed it on their website. I think it was like for twenty dollars or something. It was twenty four ninety nine or some shit like that. Yeah, and it should have been like a hundred, right? Well, yeah. at a normal yeah. place, it was a hundred. They were charging a hundred fucking eighty or two hundred and some. They their regular price was at Turner Classic Movies. They always have everything like fucking at least one and a half times that everybody else is selling. Yeah, fuckers. That's why I motherfucker. The the ten disc set was a hundred and eighty or whatever, and the fifteen disc set was twenty four dollars. <laughs> it was something like that, right? So it was some fucked up thing, yeah. Yeah. So they go and do that, and all of us being in the community, we all you know caught wind of it on our Facebook group pages, and um, we all uh, bought it, and then they they just did not honor the the mistake. And they just told everybody, yeah, go fuck yourself. We're not giving this to you. Not we all. Not we all. I just whoever bought. If you, right. if you will remember, I was very vocal at the time on the other side of that fence. Because I was like, you know, I, I was pissed at people for being pissed at them for expecting them to honor something that was clearly a mistake. Now, I do think that they... I think they did the right thing when they said, you know, well, they they started giving people coupons. Basically, it was like, you know, okay, we're sorry we fucked up. You can have it was 15 percent that they were giving people off of any order that they placed. And I'm like, you know, that's like way higher more than you get if you walked in. It is. It is. But again, no one is forcing you to buy from them. You know, the only reason people were buying that from them was because they thought they were getting it for a steal, even after what ticked me off was not that people saw a good deal and went for it. There's nothing wrong with that. What ticked me off was after they su- they knew that it was a mistake, people were bum-rushing it, trying to get there before it was fixed. And then 
knowing flat out it was a mistake. They're trying to do it anyway and just hoping that they would honor it out of guilt. Um, now, for the people who just did it and saw it and they're like, oh, okay, that's a good price. You know, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you saw what you thought was a really good deal. You tried to cash in on it. As far as you knew, that was a good deal. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, there's another group that is not honoring their supposed mistake. And this is a place I used to love because they were really great. It, w- it used to be called in the old days DeepDVDDiscount.com. D- oh, Deep Deep Discount DVD? That's them? They changed their name? Wow. Unlike Universal, they realize that DVDs are passe and uh, fucking irrelevant. So they said, well, let's not call ourselves DVD discount anymore. Let's just drop... And I, I guess it, it's probably like a redirect if you actually still type that in, but um, it it's now just deepdiscount.com or something like that. So they went and sold, had for sale Ash vs. Evil Dead on Blu-ray, the, the box set of the first and maybe only season. I, I don't know how that's even going, but... Uh, they had that for like $14 and Jason posted it. Uh, a lot of people jumped on it and it turns out they are also not honoring it. They gave me a refund yesterday and said, fuck you. Sorry. You're not getting it again. And this was not even that big of a deal because you can get it right now on Amazon for $24.99. Uh, that changes sometimes. I don't know if that's going to, if that's still gonna happen by the time this show comes out but dude you should have just gone to best buy then that day when that thing was advertised you should have gone to best buy with that night if they, if they do that price match boom 9.99 ash first if i would have known fuck oh well how come nobody else has a brain that says things like this <laughs> god damn you people i'm saying it if i would have known that they price match it just ah oh, fuck i'm fuck. keeping my eye out for that shit Okay, guys, all use your heads from now on. Anybody else fucks up, bring this shit to Best Buy. Use your heads. Just hope, the only thing you gotta hope for is that they don't change the price back by the time uh, it's released in Best Buy. So, because, you know, they might have that price for the obvious pre-order, but by the time it's out, you know. So, um, what you do to overcome that is just try this. Just screen cap it on your phone and just show that to the cashier and hopefully he doesn't scroll up and down. And then if he does, just say, oh, well, fuck, never mind. <laughs> you know, like, he probably will check. Just kidding. Just oh, kidding. We still, don't we still have it in our chat? Didn't didn't Jason put it up in our chat fucking that day on text? There's a picture of it? Yeah, maybe. Try it. I'm going to scroll back. I'm going to Best Buy as soon as we get out of here. We got to get friends who work in Best Buy so they just honor anything. Like, we'll just type... We'll just, like, uh, edit it on Photoshop and put anything for anything and just have our friend go, yeah, look, he showed me. And that's it. You know, that's oh, what that's we got. Good. Now you're trying to get your friends fired from their jobs. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. There goes that yacht they were going to buy. Okay, so we're uh, – a little intro, a little variety. Of course, you know, uh, we like to mix it up. The Variety Show. People hey, people really liked our three variety shows uh, right before, you know, and we got that feedback that they all really liked it. So we went right to another retrospective. Wait till the next one when I do my <laughs> sword swallowing act. Yeah. And we see the man with two heads and 
Oof, girl with three that. boobs. Oh, stop. I want to see Jamie swallow a sword. I don't want to see Freak Sword. <laughs> hey, swallow a sword. Oof. <laughs> as long as me and you don't have a sword fight, we're okay. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we're talking about Phantasm. <laughs> Phantasm 2. Oh, by the way, guys, before uh, we start the review, check out this Phantasm 2 trailer. Tell me this music is not a total ripoff of Halloween 2, 1981. Phantasm. The delusion of a disordered mind. A phantom. A spirit. A ghost. For ten years, the secret of Paragord Cemetery has remained a mystery. Now, three innocent people are about to discover the ultimate evil. You think that when you die, you go to heaven. <laughs> you come to us. Phantasm 2, 1988. This movie stars James LaGrosse as Mike, the little kid from part one, Reggie Bannister as Reggie, the guy with the skullet from part one, Angus Grimm as the <laughs> tall man from part one, Paul Irvine as the blonde chick Liz, Samantha as Alchemy, the girl who... Uh, the, the brown-haired girl. And uh, Kenneth Tiger as <clears throat> Father Myers. You might remember him from just one of the guys. He was the teacher. I was in, in, insanely disappointed right off the bat. Uh, actually, not off the bat. I kept wondering when this would happen, but it never did. I You know, when we discussed this on the last show, I was under the impression that all these assholes returned for all these movies. And I thought the only discrepancy was that Mike was replaced in this one only, and then he goes back to normal in part three, four, and five. Now, wh where the hell is Jody during this whole movie? Oh, okay, well... Dead. He's dead. I mean, no, dead. the the idea is that the idea is that he was actually taken by the tall man at the end of the first one, so he's not in this one. But he does come back later in this year. He comes back in the third one. Yeah, what's what I'm saying? Dave is saying it like I'm crazy for wondering, but he 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 is back. So I mean, why? I'm just wondering why he's not in this one. Oh, I didn't know he came back in three. I, like I said, well, I, I saw all the, the time. Shit. I think the whole. But oh, I thought you knew. Pretty sure Jody's in three. What I know he's fuck? in the end. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The, um, yeah, he is. Um, the, okay, because the idea behind why Reggie and Mike went on this whole road trip, this whole, like, um, you know, chasing after the tall, it's vengeance, you know? He's going, Mike is going after him for taking Jody and his family. And, 
Um, the other ones were after they died, but he actually killed Jody. And Reggie is going after him for killing his family that we never met, who got blown up in the house that was the same house that got blown up in the beginning of the movie. They just <laughs> used that explosion twice, I swear to God. I mean, I've... I've never yeah, seen that right? proven anywhere, but I but I made a comment while we were watching it, and Brian's like, "No way!" And I'm like, "I am telling you, it's the same fucking house." So we went back and rewatched it, and <clears throat> and I'm like, "I just don't believe they had the budget for two houses being exploded," you know, right. on top of well, the great top of the Hemikuda explosion and everything else. But yeah, all the all the napalm cars they have, right? <laughs> Um, but anyway, you know, so Reggie is after him for killing his family, and and Mike is after him for killing Jody. And um, if Jody was still alive, he wouldn't have that whole need for vengeance, you know. Yeah, I, I get all that, but why even halfway through or at the end? Like for example, I actually thought that 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 slimy, goopy, shitty tar man wannabe that was crawling out of that can oh, yeah. and when. I thought that was that was Jody. That would have been and, cool. Oh. Yeah, and I thought that he'd he'd somehow go back to normal, or he'd come into the real world and morph into a regular. I, like I, I just had all these ideas that might happen and nothing. And I was like, well, I was so under the impression that everybody came back for all the movies, and there was that was just so uh, stupid. All right, so uh, the movie opens up with this blonde chick reading. Like a diary that um, I think Mike wrote in part one, and right away I, th- I, th- I felt like I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three yep. with Kristen in the house. Totally. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It's very nightmare. Yeah, such a weird flashback in a way. Just to see that they show the whole end of part one, the whole thing, which was nothing but confusion. What was weird about it is that Jamie said they only, they wanted to stop at one. And then I was like, well, if they want to continue from that story, why did they wait nine years later? There seemed like a lot of scenes that actually were shot when the first movie was shot that took place after the end of part one. So is this that extra footage they were talking about? Or did they just... Because they, they didn't... They couldn't have the kid young again, right? And are you talking about like when they were diving out the window and stuff? Like when yeah, when Reggie? No, no, that's a different. That's a different kid. I mean, right. they. That's why you never see well, his Reggie face looks because the same. Reggie looks the same. True. Well, they just added on, uh, like they, you know, if you notice later on in the movie, like when it's present day, his hair is grayer, you know, a little bit. I mean, they just made him look the same. If you look at the sh- the scenes in. Um, after he tells Mike to go and get his gear, and then Mike goes upstairs and runs into the tall man, and then you come... The, there is no furniture in that living room. And two seconds ago, when he was talking to Mike, he was sitting in a fucking chair. So it's like, where'd the furniture go, you know? So when they recreate it, when they went to film the new stuff, it's not exactly the same. If you pay close attention, you can tell. Um, and like, there's, like I said, there's no fucking furniture in that living room. It's just empty. And... And I'm like, where'd the furniture go from two seconds ago? I mean, I'm I know where it went, but I'm like, where you know where is it? And Brian's like, shut up, don't pay attention to that. You know, it's a dream. You know, um, <laughs> um, and incidentally, the girl is reading her own diary. That is her dream diary, um, because she has she is getting these visions of the tall man and of Mike and all this stuff, and that's her writing it down. She has this like psychic connection, and. 
so she's reading her she's reading she's flipping through her own diary and like when she says the parts like he knows i can see him he's coming for me you know that's her i mean she's and the, the pictures that she drew are just things that she's gotten in her dreams like the picture of mike and all of that right like like you said reggie starts battling these jawas again and he blows up his own house like what a waste of a house to blow it up just to kill like eight jawas like well and the tall like, man is it really yeah but the tall man wasn't even in the house when he blew it up like what a waste you That's already right. know that you can punt a jawa down the stairs with a baseball bat pretty effectively uh you know we watched him do it so, um, yeah, I don't know why he didn't just batter up at the top of the stairs and just knock them out left and right as they came up the stairs. They're fucking little midgets. It's not hard. Well, even not from his point of view, still, to us, like, what a waste of a blown-up house. Oh, yeah. The guy wasn't even in the house. And and the Jawas, well, he killed, like, eight Jawas. And there's thousands of them. Like, why even blow up your house to kill eight? And why would you think that would even kill the Well, because once the... And, yeah, because once they were out of the house, then... Uh, I don't think he thought that plan all the way through completely. I don't think I, I, I don't know to be honest. Like if that was his, because if that was his plan, it is kind of a dumb plan. Because if you're planning to get out of the house, then just get out of the house and run. Those little fuckers aren't going to be able to catch you anyway. And there's only, like you said, like eight of them, and there are. I mean, look how many of them there were. That's a drop in the right. bucket. Why blow up a fucking house to that- do that? Yeah, I, I think they I, want the house plus- gone. You know. Yeah, I mean... The, the, the uh, makers of the film, so they have nowhere to go, you know, to make them more helpless. That fucking... There's no place to go, there's no house, so they have to be on the road now. Plus, they needed the footage for that explosion so they could use it <laughs> for, for Reggie's family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they needed they needed a reason to get to... to well, from there, from that point, this is what doesn't make any sense to me, is from that point on, suddenly Mike is in, has spent the last seven years in a fucking psychiatric... Psych, psych, what, what do you call it? Psychiatric. A psych, psychiatric ward, you know, and I'm like, what? For what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, for thinking his brother was dead? I mean, don't... Um, honestly, Brian. Put yeah, it. who sent them? There? Yeah, well, check exactly. it out. Nobody believes him. Even when he comes out of the fucking place, Reggie still doesn't believe in it. Said it was all a dream. So they think the kid fucking dead. That's the route they're taking. That he imagined all of it. And what Reggie was saying at the end of part one was actually true. He dreamed it all. He died yeah, in, a, in a, a motorcycle accident or whatever the fuck it was. And he's crazy. Yeah. So that's that's where they're going with that. That you know, he's talking about tall man and fucking. Yeah, that's stupid though. Because well, it is. It is real, and Reggie believed them. Or but Reggie didn't. That's what's fucked up about this. No, after he said, "Oh, they're gonna die," he's like, "You knew, didn't you?" That's all it took. Saying that I know your house will blow up suddenly makes this delusion you came up with, where I died in it, real. Makes no sense. Because you said, "Hey, the house is gonna blow up." Yeah, makes no. The first act of this movie. Is as ridiculous, no yeah, it's as ridiculous as Nightmare on Elm Street 4. All the notes I take are question marks. And <laughs> I, it's, it's fucked up. How about when they go to the first place they go to, and it's an empty graveyard? What sense does that make that everything's dug up in the graveyard? Nobody would notice that there's a fucking graveyard. Well, that's, what about all, all the towns? Up? 
that all the towns they go to, they're fucking post-apocalyptic pits. And (laughs) nobody else in the country is noticing this shit. They're the only people who notice that towns are falling off the map completely. Um, I mean, and they're not just like people aren't just disappearing. These towns look like they've been fucking napalmed. I mean, it's just (laughs) it's they're desolate. They're they're destroyed. And. There's tumbleweeds blowing. And they, yeah, and then they they get to the graveyard and you look through the fence and you see all the everything's all desolate and overgrown and all the the graves are dug up and they're like, "Let's go check it out." I'm like, "Check what fucking out? The graves are empty. Done. Move on." You know, it's like <laughs> And Brian's like, "Well, he could still be there." And I'm like, "What? They're they're clearly done." You know, right. why would he still be there? <laughs> yeah, for what? He's still there. It made no sense. That, that it, it happened to be the first place they look. He's playing. And how did Reggie know that fucking Mike was in that graveyard? All of a sudden, he turns around and fucking Reggie's there. Hey, what are yeah. you doing here? Yeah. He's like, why are you hanging out in the random graveyard in the middle of the night? Yeah. And how did he know to go there? It, it, yeah. it makes no fucking sense. The first act of this movie is utter nonsense. It really, I know people love this movie, but it makes no fucking sense. I'm not saying it doesn't get better, but all the intro and all the setup, it just makes no sense. And how about that Morningside Psychiatric Center? They went from a, it's, they, it, they have morning, Morningside what, cemetery? And now they have a psychiatric center? Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like Hadfield. You know how it, it grows each movie. <laughs> the whole town grows around the murders of Michael Myers. Yeah, well, the tall man's making this economy boom somehow. I don't know. Well, he isn't. When you when you go back in, when we do the, I think it's the uh, fucking third one. Oh, they all run together to me at some point. But I think it's in the third one where you go back in time and you see Jebediah Morningside, uh, who is the tall man, um, that... I mean, that's who he, I mean, that is his name. So, like, all of this has, I mean, that gets all fucked up anyway. I mean, it's, if you want, if you want logic, you're really not going to find it in these movies because, let me tell you what saves this movie is the four-barrel shotgun that he uses once and throws away. Um, (laughs) And the the hemi-cuda that gets blown up. I mean, it's like, that's what people remember about this movie is it's this road movie with with kick-ass weapons and that they never really use and they uses them once and throws them away and um i mean it just seems like it's like such a waste you know like that whole a-team moment when they're in the where we're building everything only to just (laughs) put them around and never use them and then finally he uses it and then he's like well don't need that anymore um yeah and that doesn't even make sense they they break into this place like it's commando when they when Arnold broke into that the the, the <laughs> store with all the guns and stuff and then he goes let's go shopping it's like all this stuff and then the guy throws fuck he opens the register like he's gonna get some road money he fucking throws three hundred dollars on the thing it's like well why don't you assholes just come here when it open tomorrow like why why even break in. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point of this whole thing? You could wait four hours? Oh, yeah. Urgency, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I don't know. Do you see the guy at the hardware store allowing them to come in and, you know, saw off shotguns and solder things and, and you know, blow torches yeah, together? Yeah, what was that We're to believe that they did all of that stuff during the one time, because they were, like, sawing these things off and melting things together while they were still in the midst of doing this, before even paid the people. So they got that all done before anybody showed up to the store again, or... 
before daylight or any that would take hours. Wow, I thought that that place they went into was in one of the ghost towns. That's why they were able to go into it. I wasn't even thinking. Well, why the fuck would you pay somebody who'll never show up again? Yeah, I, I didn't re- even realize that he paid him. I just, I don't know. I guess I checked out for that that second. But I just thought that the I thought they were in a ghost town, and that's why they were able to go in there and take what they want, kind of like a a Dawn of the Dead scenario when they're in the mall and they're taking whatever the fuck they want. Or anytime that would you see have a made movie, sense. Apocalyptic movie. That's what I thought it was. I thought they were in like a a post-apocalyptic type town so they could just, it's carte blanche they're going to go in a store and take what they want but apparently I was wrong, I, I didn't think that the original, they were in their original town and at the morning side? okay yeah, and uh, the, I mean they hadn't that was right but as they were leaving town they just did that before they left so, and I guess at that point they didn't realize they were going to be coming across those towns the, yeah I don't know. Anyway, it that would have made sense though if they had just done that. But as it is, yeah, he did drop money in the register, and uh, which I mean, I guess it sort of serves the purpose of telling you, you know, they're not assholes. Yeah, but I don't care if they're assholes. Like, why do I even they're care go- about that? <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't want to know if they are. I just want to get to something interesting to watch. Like, who's looking to to hear see what's in their hearts? Just show us the fucking toilet. <laughs> see what's in their hearts. Um, well, for interesting. <laughs> For interesting, we have the priest that seems to know what's going on, but comes to no end or purpose at all. Um, yeah, there's, there's a, I mean, he has absolutely, he is no bearing on anything whatsoever. Um, but, but which is, I find interesting. Shit. He sets up kick-ass scene with fucking the tall man, which is one of the best best parts of the movie, you know. And that, come on, that shit's great. When he gets choked out with the fucking crucifix and what, what the tall man well, says. Yeah. Why, why let him live to kill him three minutes later after he feeds a girl information? He just got the upgrades on his Swiss Army spears and he wanted to use them. That was <laughs> that's what that was about. Like he, he got the expansion packs for his death spears and he, he wanted to, to try them out. So he's like, okay, expansion go get the priest. <laughs> And who, who who directs where these things go? Because I know, right? You think the tall man? He seems to get his own people a lot, doesn't he? Right. They're they're heat seekers. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah, but they seem to see something like actual people, and then at one point you can see an eye inside of it, like out of the side or something. True. Did you notice that? I didn't notice the eye. I noticed the vision, of course, because that was one of the improved. That, that was a cool feature of this movie, I thought, but mm-hmm. I didn't see an eye. Well, that was that's one of the upgrades. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it goes after the tall man at the end of the movie. Why would his own ball go after him and fucking Reggie or whoever the fuck? What, what was there knew that it was going to didn't he say some statement to him like suck on this or something and then yeah. he threw it at him knowing how did this guy know that it wasn't going to turn around and attack him it's like letting a, a right. if a guy has trained dogs and you get the fucking dog and you you, you release the dog and say go you know try to sick him on his owner it ain't gonna happen he's gonna turn around but you right. right right like how would he know that he could <laughs> hit him with his own balls in his face <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. No, if you could put your own balls in your own face, yeah. I wouldn't be doing this I was right. going to say, most guys don't have to worry about getting hit in the face with their own balls. Yeah, I wouldn't leave the house. I wouldn't be here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be doing a crummy podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> but I don't want to take away from the third act, because it's great. That's the one little faux pas of the third act, but the third act makes this fucking movie. It's really good. I think that's I what love that think chainsaw scene with the gas with the gas mask guy. I think that is hilarious. You know where he 
where Reggie whips out his chainsaw, and then the gas mask guy is like, oh, yeah. And he whips out a bigger one off his He shell. pulls out that, yeah. And then the look on Reggie's face is hilarious. He's just like, uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> oh, and then if you notice, the bag that he was emptying the bones into was labeled Mr. Sam Raimi. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're they're friends or something for some reason. I forgot why. The um also the um it's one cool. of the tombstones in this in the cemetery where the girl stops for a second. Oh, I know what it says. I know what it yeah, says. Yeah, it's uh, Alex Murphy, which Yeah, RoboCop. I always assumed it was RoboCop. I don't know that what? for a fact because RoboCop only was like a year before this. So I don't know if that's on purpose or not. I assumed it was um Alex Murphy. But uh oh, really? you know, there's that. Well, there were cool special effects, like the girl with the blonde chick with the growth coming out of her back. And that oh, Freddy yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> it did look like Freddy. Oh, totally. Remember when Freddy did it and, I don't know, it, it, it either looked like a combination of the dream baby from part five or the <laughs> the, the, the Freddy head, the snake head that fucking comes out. And th- uh, it yeah. totally had that vibe. And he's like, you play a good game, boy. That was fucking great. <laughs> And it was with the Patricia Arquette looking girl. Too. Right. It was yeah. totally night night. That's what I was saying earlier, that it's very nightmare, this movie. It's it's a Maybe lot I've like... I've got one nightmare. of those in my bag. Maybe that's why my neck's been hurting so bad. I was thinking that, too. Yes. You play a good game, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> How about the funny fucking part where the priest stabs the dead guy in the coffin and his Ooh. wife is watching? Thank you, Alex. That was so funny. So fucking funny. I... Uh, Dude, I, I'm I'm so happy you brought that up because I laughed out loud when it <laughs> happened. <laughs> it was great. But here's what's fucked up about this movie: that happens and nothing comes of it. She goes home, doesn't tell her fucking granddaughter. It just lays in bed. Nobody says fucking shit. That's why this movie <laughs> makes no fucking sense. Yeah. No sense of how does she not bring something like that. Up to her granddaughter. She just goes home, lays in bed. Her granddaughter goes about her business. What the fuck? How does? How do they? I don't know. Well, maybe she figured. Maybe her husband was an asshole because I mean, think about it. There were three people at his funeral, and one of them left halfway through. So (laughs) (laughs) clearly, his daughter couldn't stay five minutes longer. (laughs) Yeah, Jamie. You know when that guy left? When when the priest goes, he was a good man. He wasn't a rich man. (laughs) <laughs> and he just got on the left. He goes, okay, there's no will for me. <laughs> uh, hello? Come back. I'm not done. Oh, I can't believe this. She could not stay for five more minutes. Her mother's there crying at her father's fucking, by the guy. It's a poignant moment in life. It's a fucking serious thing. She's like, oh, I got to leave. I have to leave right now. Uh, really? She didn't even say goodbye to her fucking mother or her grandmother. No, I, listen, I'm starving. I got to go to Arby's. I'll be I'll be back later, though, when you bury him. Okay, just, just stop. And if this dude's all powerful and all knowing, knowing enough that he knows those people are in that fucking place and he, he's going to make a, a mini tall man come out of her back and he's going to fuck with their heads. If he's that powerful and that knowing, why not just fucking kill him? I don't know. Why be chill? Well, what was the point of her sister being there at all? Because you never see her again once she says she's leaving you never see her again. So what the hell was the point of her even being in the movie? Like, why insert that character just to make her look like an asshole? You're right. Like, just you know, to just to have someone leaving the funeral. They needed a second person to help the old lady up the stairs. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if if people say, well, guys, it's not supposed to make sense, it's a dream, this isn't that kind of not making sense we're talking about. We're talking about the not making sense in the terms of logic, storyline progression, and point to any of this. Like, that's fine. Like, you know, plenty of odd things happen in the first movie, and none of us really said it didn't make any sense. Right. Because that's not supposed to. That's an artistic kind of wow trippy type of thing this movie is just fucked up um so so she the priest stabs the guy couldn't it be a little more discreet why don't you bring him in the fucking back before you do this why does he have to do it with a goddamn sword too i mean you could like a like a pocket knife and do it i mean it's just like and all quietly i don't know um fucking something but it's like he's like he pulls out a goddamn katana and starts (laughs) He may as well be straddling the top of the the casket. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, go all out, dude. Caliber. (laughs) If you can pull the sword out of your grandfather, you will be queen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The boy and the sword. The sword and the stone. (laughs) Right. He couldn't wait, really. He couldn't wait five minutes longer to fucking do it. Nobody can wait in this movie. That girl couldn't wait five minutes to leave. <laughs> he couldn't wait five minutes to kill the fucking guy again. I, what the fuck? They couldn't wait for the hardware store to open. <laughs> girl, it, girl couldn't wait to take her panties off before she started having sex with Reggie. <laughs> right? I love your head. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they could wait for? They could wait to do anything interesting for the minute 25 minute mark to 50 i fucking that was the most torturous 25 minutes of my life and a couple things happened like the old lady laying in bed and the old guy with the sewed mouth then somebody answers the door and the sewed mouth is there again and that is about all that happens for fucking 25 minutes it was the most boring i was sitting here like oh my god i am wasting my life it was so fucking boring this whole movie i don't even know what i i I think i have a couple notes why does it tell me spare the priest yeah that i just didn't understand when the guy throws the girl against the wall like what is with these odd (laughs) angles they come in at and speeds they're moving at there's nothing realistic about this i guess is this supposed to be like otherworldly the way he throws people is different because it doesn't look real I don't know if it's that or if it's Coscarelli not really not knowing how to line up a shot. <laughs> it's just there's such weird movement with it all. It's yeah. just so odd. It, any they could have just catapulted somebody into a wall like a stunt person, but this is just odd. It's like odd special effects. I don't know. Now here's the thing about the Jawas we have to really address, and I want to know your. I have a, a a solid theory here. This Jawa, the Jawas now like. Patricia Arquette sitting in the hallway and then her grandmother or something starts talking to her and I guess her grandmother is the one that saw the guy get stabbed or whatever and now, or maybe not, I don't even know, if, maybe I'm mixing these Yeah, she up, did, but... she saw her husband get stabbed. Okay, so that's coffee. the same person, yep. okay. All right. Okay, so now it's the grandmother and I was thinking, why do they keep showing the face of these things suddenly? And my theory is that 
I think they did, they, sh they, they gave the faces to these things to kind of give them their own identity and really, like, put them apart from Star Wars. Like, now that they see Star Wars did it, they can't exactly just do this, but they kind of like this whole thing we have going with these Jawas. So, but what we're going to do is we're going to give them faces, and not only that, we're, the angle we're going to take on it, to the reason they have faces, we have to make them look a certain way, and we have to give them a reason for doing that. And it's going to be that the people that, the bodies we keep stealing or whatever from graveyards uh, and, and all these missing bodies, apparently they get shrunken down into midgets. And that is what we're looking at now. As opposed to before, I guess that's what they were doing in part one, right? But now we're seeing the personalities come through, I guess. The specific person. Uh, you know, why not? I mean, that it seems like a pretty solid theory. It's one of the reasons. I think the yeah, second reason yeah. is budgetary. They had the budget to make something cool happen. Now we can show their faces. Well, that's you know, that's true too. They did this one did have the it's big studio. It's Universal. They, yeah, the, you know? the studio was behind the Universal was behind this one, so they did have a bigger budget. They could have used voices coming out of the ones of Part One if they were still with the same angle. Yeah, they could. They could have. You're right. I, I, I don't know. I think you're onto something there. Also, it seems to me like they used actual midgets this time because did you see how hilariously they were walking? It reminds me, and I don't. And this is not a slight toward little people. I'm not that. Oh God, who killed but, the fuck? Just but in the but in the first one, it just they just seemed like miniature people you know just walking around and in this one right. they were doing the the, the the midget walk the midget dance they were doing that midget and it reminded right. me of what does it remind me of garbage there's a, a, a scene <laughs> no hey, <laughs> what is the movie if we work where together it's like a chicks is chicks and i know my chicks <laughs> What's the movie where it's like a, a, a half? Oh, it's Return of the Living Dead, isn't it? Where they have oh that oh, guy. I don't want to think yeah. about him. Oh. The one with no yeah. legs, where he shuffles. Yeah, and falls yeah, yeah. Over. That's right. what it reminds me of. Damn, that was so funny. That's fucked man. up. You know what though? One more thing. They show the faces because later on we find out that the one is the grandmother, so that <sighs> we get to experience it with her. You know. That he really, we wouldn't know that if she just said, "Oh, it's grandma." We're supposed to take her fucking her word for it. Now they can show the face, so we can see it along with her that it's her grandmother. It, it yeah, I really couldn't tell by looking at it. I mean, they all look the same to me. I didn't really, right. I didn't really notice that it looked like. Oh, I mean, grandma, it looked like it looked like generic old oh, racist. It looked like generic <laughs> old person, same. you know. Um, now, if it had had like a young face on it or something, then I could. Uh, Why would it be young? It's a grandma. Well, I'm. I know, but I'm saying if it had been, what well, what I'm saying is that once you reach a certain age, you already look like that. So it doesn't. Right. Yeah, thank God I'm not there. Oh fuck. And now I'm eight. Now I'm ageist. I am. Oh, no. I'm gonna get hit from every. Yep. Every fucking show, someone else is getting pissed off. They couldn't reach their keyboard to start the show up. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh so reggie when reggie brings this this chick upstairs to bang her i kept thinking that i see i always knew something was shady about that number one because she's fucking a guy with a skullet and number two because we already saw in part one that girl in the purple dress i thought that it was just that kind of thing again really right off the bat i guess that doesn't make sense because he did dreamer that's true 
So you thought he was gonna take her up there, and then she was she was not really a person. She was the tall man or something. Yeah. He was gonna fucking. She was gonna yeah, flip gonna, right there. Wow. Suddenly, it's gonna switch, and the tall man's gonna be riding Reggie. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say, "Man, my asshole's killing me, but now I can chop your head off, and you can't do anything about it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really don't have a theory on that, to be honest, because I think the whole ending makes no sense at all. So, um, especially ending, considering, really. uh, especially considering, like at the at the end of this one, you see Reggie he appears to be dead. He's tossed out of the hearse. They're driving away, and then, you know, then here comes part three. So it's like none of this shit makes any sense to me. It really doesn't. And so I don't have a theory because I don't even know if they have a theory. I mean, I feel like they're just kind of doing things as they go along. It's like they're just making it up as they go. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, oh, you know what? They get to the end of the movie and it's like, well, what are we going to do? Well, you know what would be cool? <laughs> that's what I'm That's what I'm picturing. It's like what would be cool is if like, she pulled the side of her hair off. That'd be cool. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is a dream. We're going to wake up. What about any of this would lead you to believe that this is, at what point did you start dreaming? Because. Right, right. You know. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street. What? You never know. Like, they're awake. They're fucking asleep. Who knows? No, it's not. No, it's not. Dude. <laughs> awesome. They put, they, uh, check it out. I don't know if you remember, Jamie, but when this movie first came out, that was in the trailer. And uh-huh. when I saw this movie the first time. I was waiting for that because it was such a cool line. It was. I think they actually ended the trailer with that. This is only a dream. No, it's not. So I remember seeing that, and we're at the movies watching this fucking movie, waiting for that to happen, and it doesn't happen. So now by the time you get to the end, you end up knowing that, that you've been spoiled. You know that he's coming back right there. That's it. I remember seeing it the first time and, and not being a bit surprised that the, the tall man was still there. You know, because that that scene was spoiled. Why would you put your last scene in the fucking? Oh yeah, in what the trailer. It? It's like what they did with uh when they came out. What's the remake of uh, Wreck? Um, the quarantine. Quarantine. They show the girl getting pulled away at the end. Same yeah. fucking thing. First time you see that movie, you're like, well, we know how this fucking thing ends. Same fucking thing. But I digress. I just you know I that's always kind of bothered me that they you know how I am with spoilers. I don't I, I like to know next to nothing. And I usually do, but not this time. Well, how about the, the cremation scene when the girl's going to be cremated and then I... she just jumps off the thing, pushes the other guy in? Like, it it was it was the only cool part was when he, like, bangs his hand against the thing and it seems, like, really intense. Even the ghoul, he's like a ghoul helper or whatever of, of the tall man. And wasn't the the one in the first one who got the thing in his head and it squirted out the balls in his head? Wasn't he like way better looking? And wasn't it like more creepy? Yeah. Like, this was just like a this guy sort of looked like the guys from Halloween three who just like that's exactly what they look like to me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And they bleed orange just like Halloween three, which is odd. And then. But we know that's not stolen because they did that in the first one. So that's just a weird coincidence. But am I crazy or am I, you know, like sometimes I, I can't d- distinct two different people who sort of look the same. It Wasn't he the same exact guy, like a scene later, who chopped his hand off? He looked I, alike, I, think. I think so, too. And I couldn't tell if they just looked really similar or if the idea was supposed to be that they were just like he had duplicates of the same person. Like, you know, the same... Like, they all look like that, you know. Um, 
But you're you're absolutely right. But they look so incredibly similar to me that I couldn't tell if it was if they were supposed to be the same or not. Yeah, I just thought they were the not the same. I thought they were just guys that looked alike. I didn't. Well, they look a whole lot alike. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know, let me go back to that thing. But see, I can't the tell Phoenician. those two guys apart in like, in like Saw Five or whatever the fuck. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> was that the movie we said that why would you hire two guys who look exactly yes. the same? Yeah, Strom looks yes. like fucking uh, what's his name, uh, Jigsaw's apprentice. Yeah, uh, Hoffman. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's fucked up. First of all, I don't understand the whole cream. Why did they tape her mouth first and foremost? And why did they go to cremate her? If they want her dead, why didn't they just fucking kill her? Why didn't the tall man just yeah, put a ball that's what head? Brian called it a, bo- a James Bond death plan or death, <laughs> death whatever. I mean, like oh yeah, like, like when when Batman and Robin keep getting out of the thing at the end of the episode. Yeah, like, it's like he's like they, they've no got sense. this just shoot him. Like everybody else, they just kill. But the, for this chick, for some reason, they have this completely <laughs> unnecessarily complicated you know death plan going on. They could have they, um, they could have dwarfed her. Or they could have just fucking balled her to the head. They did neither of those. Yeah. They just randomly said, let's cremate this one. With no explanation. Yeah, I think That's they... why I don't watch Batman and fucking James Bond. Because this shit doesn't make sense to me. I can't fucking get into it. <laughs> That's what happens here. Oh, light I think they taped her mouth just because they didn't want to hear her holler, you know. Um... <laughs> that fucking loud bitch, huh? She was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as loud as alchemy, but... <laughs> One of the tall... Yeah, yeah, she was screaming for a good reason. Uh, one of tall man's balls almost slapped Liz in the head, and that's when... <laughs> another weird thing where it goes after the guy and he has to cut his own hand off. That's the whole thing I was saying, like, I don't understand who's even directing these balls. And that whole scene, when that guy looks like the guy that went to the crematorium, when the ball went up his back or whatever and yeah. it went through his whole body, I thought we were going to get some awesome scene out of that. And it looked, the whole scene just looked like neuter or something. It was like, it was half kind of cool, but then nothing. And, and the only real thing that makes that whole scene uh, pay off is when, uh, when like, it, it's all over with and the guy ended up with Tall Man's ball, ball balls twitching in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was the only cool part about that. It was like such a... It seemed like it would be great, and it just was nothing. It was just like a weird, direct, I don't know, with a high budget. I like that whole fucking scene. You know what it reminded me when he was twitching around? They'd seen an alien when fucking, what's-his-name is exposed to be a fucking uh, a robot, you know, and the way he's twitching robot. around and shit, <laughs> moving around. <laughs> That's what it reminded me. Oh, don't say me. too much. Don't spoil me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's only been fucking uh, 30-something years. But. 20, 25 years. <laughs> but I like that whole... That's what I'm saying. The third uh, act of this movie, I think it's pretty damn good. And I think that's what most people think about when they think about this movie. They look up, you know, when they're remembering this movie, that's why they're so fond yeah. of it. They don't think about the stupidity of fucking Act 1 and the, the lull in Act 2. But Act 2 I'm okay with because I'm busy watching the two chicks because I dig them both. So that carries me enough. Well, I don't really care. I think you're right, and I think that what people I think people remember a four barrel shotgun, and that that's a cool idea. But they don't they they don't dwell on the fact that he never fucking uses it, and when he does <laughs> use it, he throws it away. Those are you know, it's like ooh, four barrel shotgun, hell yeah. Well, yeah, but he throws it away like a moron, you know. Um, you know they don't think oh cool fuck cool fucking car. Well, yeah, cool car until they fucking blow it up, you know. Um, it's just. <laughs> 
Um, and then they walk, you know, it gets blown up before the end of that, like way before the end of the movie. And then they fucking walk to the, <laughs> walk uh. to the cemetery. So it's, um, it's just like you, you remember the cool parts of it and you, you forget the parts that make it not so cool. If you think about it hard enough, but there were improvements. Most people do. I don't. By an hour and 20 minutes, I zoned out so many times that I swear to you, I must have rewound six or seven scenes by the time an hour and 20 was here. The, the big hit of this movie, I think, is the that we have three different balls now on the things they do and how they're featured. Yeah. It, it was an improvement on the first <clears throat> one. I think people think about that. Oh, Tall Man has three balls. Yes, yes, he's... um. I, wow. I don't know what the uh, the medical. It's kind of like that chick from Total Recall. There you go. Instead of three boobs, he's got three, three balls. Yeah, you're right. They think about the balls. They think about yeah. boy. They, yep. you know. Um, <laughs> yep. And the action of the third act, and and the the supernatural shit. You know, the the, the Freddy thing coming out of the bag, and the cool yeah. shit. And, you know, and and the guy, you come to us, and get choking out the fucking the priest and. Stuff that there are, there's a lot of cool things in this movie, but it's just that in between, it's it's kind of boring, and the first act is and it doesn't nonsense. make a lot of sense. But I still enjoy the movie. Yeah. I, I'm not. I think Alex, you may you may have enjoyed it the least of all. I don't know. I just, oh, I definitely, no. I yeah. enjoyed oh. it. I just, I did not enjoy this at all, huh? No. Wow. And it, well, in the first thirty minutes, I thought this was really good. Even though now that we look back and talk about it, obviously it's, it's filled with stupidity. I thought the worst. <laughs> On an entertainment level of a first watch, and maybe I got it in my heads when everybody's saying it was so good. I probably just was like programmed ahead of time to think it's good or something. So like I was, I was buying it, I guess, or something, for the first 20, th- maybe 30, I doubt even, no, it didn't go that far, because I already th- thought I was bored by 25 minutes, but, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, I just, I was just along for, I was just, like, up for whatever was happening, and now looking back on it, I didn't like it at all, and then, uh, there's, like, some drips and drabs of entertainment in this movie, but, no, I do not, this is not a good movie, in my opinion. I know some people love it. Obviously, you say some people think it's the best, so I sound like a jackass. Most do, I think. I really think that. Everyone always, yeah. this is held in high regard in the horror it community. Is. Yeah, and well, I've never really understood why, but the, like I said, the third act is great to me. I think it, it, it that makes up for the whole Just rest like of the movie. Just like a lot of people think Evil Dead 2 is the best of the right. Evil Dead series, and I wholeheartedly, vehemently want to punch him in the face, disagree with that. I used to think it, but I don't think that no more. I still that's like a, it, though. That, that's a little extreme. I don't want to... Yeah, come on, this, Jamie. But, you're gonna but no, there are people who... They're just, there are people who really prefer the more lighthearted, the, you know, the whole road movie idea. I mean, it's just, this is more their thing than the first one, which is just weird and artistic and, and, um, and the... I don't know. I mean, it just, I guess, speaks to different people differently, you know? And I can respect that. I like part one way more. I love part one. Mm-hmm. This one, and to be, this this is um, my my journey with this film. I told you guys during the last show that um, the first time I watched it, I did not like this movie at all. I was just like, nope, because it is so completely different from... The first one, which I absolutely love. And I just, I hated it. I was like, no. Well, <clears throat> then the more I watched it, I was like, okay, I can kind of get behind. There are some cool parts. There are some fun parts. 
And then this time I'm watching it. I'm like, did I really, I really did like this movie. <laughs> Why did I like this movie? I mean, I, I do think there are some, still think there are some cool parts. There are some fun parts, you know, like the whole, like I mentioned earlier, the chainsaw thing I thought was fun. The new balls, I think, are kind of cool. I do like this scene with the priest, even though the priest makes no goddamn sense being there. There are things that I laugh at, even though you probably shouldn't. Um, And so it is a little enjoyable to watch. But to me, it is still not even close to the first one. Not, I mean, it just doesn't come close. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. (laughs) The guy that replaced Mike, and I can't think of his real name, but he was like... Uh, a, James LaGrove. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. You said it in the beginning, though. Because he's from the movie Point Break. Oh, okay. Um, I just... The first time we meet him in this film, he is so... His delivery is so... Bleh. I'm just... It's just so... Oh, I know. I'm like, he's talking why? to the psychiatrist? Yes, and I'm like, yeah, just tell them what they want to hear. And he's a fucking mumbly motherfucker. Like we had been watching the movie up to that point, and then when it got to that scene, I'm like, you're gonna have to turn it up. This is a mumbly asshole. <laughs> like I couldn't understand a fucking word he was again saying. with the mumbles. Holy fuck! <laughs> it was funny you say that because I know the whole story of how he's the guy who replaced the other one, and I was thinking. Where the humans, this guy must have been hot or something, because everybody, wa- you know, they wanted him to headline the movie. They thought that it would do more for the sales than having the original fucking, which makes no sense. No. And uh, and all that kind of stuff that I'm like, in the first scenes, it's just like you were saying. I'm like, God, it, like it, he's not exactly uh, bringing it here. And like, I'm just like, what was what was it about him that uh, everybody in the studio was so into? And then. I looked it up earlier. This is his, like, first movie. So there is no reason he should be here. But I think he might have been in, like, a soap opera of some kind or something like that. So I guess he has acting experience. But this is his first, like, feature-length movie. And, yeah, in, that be- in those opening scenes, I was like, wow, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see the point of having him here. He wasn't really that good at this point in his career. He got better, obviously. But It's just weird, though, because you, you would think that they would say, well... We want actors that are more known. This is a big studio picture. We don't want just independent people that you've worked with the first time. We want somebody new. So they get someone, it's their first gig. That's just weird. I know. Yeah. I didn't hate him, though. I was I was okay with him, honestly. I was okay with well, him once better. we got going. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely got better. But the first time we meet him, I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> what was this kid's draw? Yeah, he had no range at all. Maybe he was really good weird. looking. I don't know. You think he's good looking, Jamie? Nope. Okay. No, he's not. He has that weird mouth. He has like a weird... <laughs> he has like a dog's face. <laughs> if a dog... Like, you ever see a werewolf that didn't finish changing? Right. Like, when his, when his face really starts going? Like, yeah. uh, an American werewolf in Paris or whatever it's called. London. London. Yeah, I know what you're saying, too. <laughs> like, right when his face starts kicking into the wolf, that's where this guy stops. And then his <laughs> face stays there. I did. I think he kind of grew on me. By the time we got to the end of the movie, I thought he was better looking than, than when I initially saw him. So I think I was just getting used to his face. But um, I never would have been like, oh, pick him. He's, you know, he's a face, you know. Uh, like- and Brad Pitt auditioned for that role. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can you believe And why would they pick this guy over Pitt? I don't know. I love to watch him go. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, so Tom, uh, they had this big scene. Reggie fights a guy with a chainsaw. Reggie saws his cock off, and then uh, he does a couple other things. I don't know. And then the t- oh, they go into that time warp, which was just like, oh, let's do that. You know, cause we did that in part one. <laughs> oh, I don't mean like what's her name. Oh, let's do that. You got to see that every show now. I'm glad they did it though. I'm glad. I was waiting for it. I was like, please go on and just a callback. Yeah, but it's right. fucking badass. It's like it should be there. We're expecting it. I think you know. I'm glad they did it. He's like, hey, check it out. He, he, didn't he tell that girl, hey, check it out? He put his hand in there. Look at this. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if somebody fucking grabbed me trying to show off to this fucking chick, you know? Yeah. That's a story of man. That's how we all get killed. This is true. You're right. Good call. Yep. <laughs> so, tall man, the way they kill him is, uh, I think they hit him in his head with his own ball, and then he, something happens, and then after that, they the girl stabs him in the back. I think, you know, I zoned out so many times that I think she shoots a, a jar of acid into his body, I suppose. Was that what it was in there? Oh, he poured hydrochloric acid into the embalming fluid. Yeah. Okay. So basically he was being embalmed with, with a, not really, but I mean he was being, that's the idea. I mean that's yeah. not how you, uh, clearly how you embalm. Of course, the way they were embalming the guy earlier isn't how you embalm somebody. I was like, yeah, you just randomly stick the, put. yeah, because when yeah. He, was, he just jams the tube into the guy's chest and starts sucking blood out. I'm like, yeah, no need yeah. to get a vein or anything. You just stick it right in the body. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Body's full of blood. He's going to the heart. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And then, then Reggie, in his infinite wisdom, burns every fucking thing in that room except the tall man. Did you notice? Right. The tall yeah. man is oh, down. Yeah. He's fucking throwing gasoline on the furniture and fucking burning it, but the tall man just lets it live. What, what I thought was um, what I thought was funny was when he was pouring the hydrochloric acid into the into the embalming fluid, you know. And Brian's comment was <laughs> this cracked me up. Right? He's like, I love that at this point. He's like, of course it comes into play later, you know, when she, when. Uh, she stabs the tall man with it and he gets embalmed with it but he's like of course this comes into play later but at this point Reggie has no idea that's going to happen so as far as he knows he's just pranking him <laughs> uh, he's like oh wait till he does this and the guy his body melts yeah, on the table yeah I mean which is true he's basically just pranking him he's like you know try to try to try to resurrect somebody with this you know <laughs> that's great exactly yeah, his real thought through oh. so he they pump up the the tall man he melts. At the end, they're driving away, celebrating, and the chick that he fucked with his skullet, like Jamie said, pulls her hair and scalps herself, and Reggie dies at the end yet again. I mean, like, is, is this where they got the idea for killing Kenny in every episode of South Park? <laughs> like, is, is, this what, is this what we're going to see every one of these fucking movies, Reggie dies? I can't believe you said Reggie dies at the end. Coscarelli directed that movie, John <laughs> dies at the end. He totally should have called it fucking Reggie dies at the end. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. If he dies in every movie at the end, you're absolutely right, and that's a total misstep that Coscarelli could have totally capitalized on. Because who cares if the guy's name was John or Reggie in, in, in that movie, right? <laughs> Reggie dies at the end. I can't believe it. I can't believe <laughs> they weirder. did that again, too. The same fucking thing. In the next movie, they're going to say, well, that was just a dream again. 
Oh, please. Apparently, obviously, because we know Reggie's in it. He continues on, so I Reggie can't is still wait for you to get to the third one. I cannot wait just to hear what you're going to say when you see some of the bullshit they throw at you in the third one. It is insane. I'm excited. I'm excited just for you to get there, just because it's fucking nuts. <laughs> Jamie, I was excited until I saw this one. I'm definitely excited still. Oh, it's just, it's, it's, oh, it's so off the rails. <sighs> off the Reggie railing. <laughs> but I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be another Son of Frankenstein review, I think. <laughs> oh, man. And then I got to go through part four and five. We all know is going to be a fucking disaster. Don't say that. I, I, I don't say that. You have high hopes? No, I don't have high hopes. I, I, I Actually, I think like you do, but I just don't want to, I don't know. You don't want to, you don't want to give into it yet, right? Give it a chance. I still have faith that hopefully I'm wrong, you know? Give Reggie another chance. Give Reggie a chance. You know what is sad uh, is that I don't even really care about the fifth one. I, I honestly <laughs> think they should have let this series die. Like, I really just... It, right. Um, I, I just don't care. I mean, I will I mean, I mean, will watch it. I'm curious, but... Um, I want to see it end, don't you, Jamie? Don't you want to see, like, a, um, a concrete wrap-up? You know, I, do you think he's capable of doing that? I don't I know if he's he even is. if he even knows how. Maybe they send him back on a spaceship and just shoot him into the sky. I just really wish it had stopped at the first one. I don't think any of these were necessary at all. <laughs> no, but this is the eighties and it's sequel time and everything yeah, got a fucking true. sequel. You it's know, true. and and the first one made a shit ton of money. So yeah, yeah. It, you it know, popular. That's I how remember. it works. That's how it works. Yep. All right, well, I'm done. If you guys are. Well, no, still got two more movies. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, note-wise. I thought he meant that same thing. He's like, I'm done if you guys are. I'm not going to yeah. watch Hey, listen, if you want to bail out of this, this could be the first retro we could... Hey, listen. It's like when I bailed out of um, August Underground. When yeah, I went, yeah. We were doing the retro of August Underground, and I said, nope. <laughs> uh, <I'm done. laughs> just bail out. We could be the first podcast in history to bail out of a retro and just say, guys, you know, we might be the first ones to ever, um, yeah, the Skeleton Crew might have been the first podcast to ever just sort of not really review one of the movies in a retro, and that was our ninth show where we just really didn't review Jason Goes to Hell. And it's funny because once in a while I do get the the notion that we should go back and, and review that one day. Yeah. Now that it's a you know with the, with this lineup and stuff too, commentary, that'd be the way to go with that fucking movie. Although who knows, this uh, to talk shit about it might be fun too. I always said I never want to watch it again, but the, the skeleton crew has been the first with all kinds of weird things that way though. Like you guys, uh, you know, this was the first show that did fucking retros and actually had people. Come on the show, not come on the show, right. appear on yeah, the show that weren't even movie. members anymore. No, 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 not that. What do you did like I knew what you did last summer? You had like fucking Mike on the show. And then when we did the creep show thing, we had Mike and Dan on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, who does that? I know. That's what I'm saying. So when there's a retro, I mean, there's there's no rules. You could do anything you want. But I, I'm going to watch three and four anyway, because like I said, I've only seen three once. I've never seen four. I, I'm just curious. Yeah, I was, but I lost my curiosity uh, no, during this movie. No, we have to keep going. You, you, you have to. All right. 
<gasps> yeah, we made it past 120. Yeah, what an idiot Michael J is. Just think, that moron would own this show right this second. He would own the Skeleton Crew and all of its information. Well, that's all he'd own because neither of us would be here. <laughs> yeah, just the name. Like, he w- you guys would definitely not stick around if he took over. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> especially, not after, especially not after he went behind my back and tried to get you to kick me off. What the hell would I stay for? Remember that? If it would have been normal, if he just would have stayed on the show and then took over at 120, then I would have a problem. Why, why would I care? Of course I'd be on it. I but, wouldn't, because to me, there is no skeleton crew without, without Alex. That's just the way it is. But oh, Thanks, Jamie. Well, well, because, I mean, I hear goddamn. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I said a long time ago, if Alex left the skeleton crew, then I, I don't think I would stick around just for Michael J, because he's never there anyway. I mean, what would, I get, you know what? I guess I could stick around. It wouldn't matter, because it's not like we'd be doing shows, because he never does shit. You don't even do them. You could just... Say yeah, sure, I'm on it. Yeah, it's not it's not a big obligation. That's yeah, true. yeah. And you no, wouldn't have to no. watch any movies because Mike doesn't like <laughs> to watch movies. He just likes to come on and you know do what we've been doing. Like uh, what's what, what do we call it? The last three shows before these? Oh, variety. Variety. The, yeah, like a variety thing. Well, yeah, I'm totally replaceable. Just remember that <laughs> I am absolutely replaceable, and I I always knew that from the beginning. <laughs> but okay, now so you're trying. Let's... Come on, now you're really trying. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't tried for it. Hey, we can pull another one of those clips for this? I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't tried in four and a half years. But I'm going to do what I get paid. I know who I, know who I am and, and and what I am, and and no one else can touch me. Yeah, I got a master's in business from an Ivy League school. Why? Because <laughs> I worked my ass off for it, and I put my nose to the grindstone. That's why I get to live a nice lifestyle. Howard Stern's beloved co-host, Robin Quivers. She's been Shock Jock Howard Stern's radio wing woman for over 30 years. Uh, she's Howard Stern's right-hand woman, but now radio personality Robin Quivers is stepping out of the studio. And- for more than 30 years, Robin Quivers has been by Howard Stern's side as his news anchor and, of course, his foil. Hi, this is Robin, and you're listening to The Skeleton Crew. Phantasm 2, Dave Z. Uh, okay, um, I'm pretty heavy into that final act. I really, It really brought the movie up for me. First act was ridiculous. Second act, kind of slow. But third act, I've said it again and again. It really made a difference to me. I, I was really on board. The last 20 minutes, there was a few fist pump moments. You know, good violence. Fucking the balls are doing all kinds of crazy shit. And I had fun with it. Uh, I didn't. It wasn't great, but I might come in a little high compared to you guys. But I'm gonna say uh, three point five out of five. Oh. Wow! The third I'm act, glad. man. Lots of fun. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> uh, 
I had a good 20 minutes, a great 20 minutes, and whatever. Well, I, I'd be willing to just uh, forward this to the last 20 minutes. Watch watch the last 20 minutes again, Alex. You, you might enjoy it more because you weren't not having to sit through the other stuff. Yeah, I kept zoning out by that point. You might just appreciate the last act because I, I think it's really quality stuff. So, okay. There you go, three and a half. Um, I think I'm probably going to sit somewhere between um, the two of you. Oh, look at that. I sit. I do sit between the two of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you want to do it again? So I'm gay. <laughs> I mean, I, I went through my whole thing earlier about like how I my whole journey with this movie, like my journey. I'm going to write a book about it. My journey, uh-huh. my journey with Phantasm Two. Um, I think Little Three. Uh, I do think there are some fun parts, but it's to me, it's it's just not as good as the first one, which I absolutely love, and. I don't think those those fun parts are enough to make me want to watch. I mean, the only time I ever watch this movie is when I have to watch it for a show. I never just go, hey, I want to watch Phantasm 2. That doesn't happen. Right. So um, I'm just going to say three. Hmm. So you like it. I, 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 I like it. I like it. It's all right. But also I know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah, so you know it's only downhill from here. So you might as well say something nice. Um, yeah. Man, it, it, Dave said it, man. The first part, the first act is ridiculous. The second act is fucking boring. And the third has some fist pump moments. For me, um, I don't know. Uh, I Like, they were okay. Um, maybe it's just by today's standards. I just don't think it's that great, even those moments. And I, I don't know. The sad thing is, I would love to love Reggie Bannister as much as he supposedly loved with because of this franchise, you know. Um, but I don't think anything happened in the second movie that would invest me in him. Like I was just bored with most of it, and I didn't think he was that compelling. I sort of get it, but I'm just not... I don't get it, really. Like, I could see why Ash is a compelling guy, even in the first one. But in the second one, it's it's so obvious. And when I see this guy in the second one, it's not really that obvious to me why he's so loved. So I, I just did not get invested the way I was really hoping to. Because I really thought this would be the one where he really like comes into his own or something. Um, so, yeah, I didn't pump my fist too much, even when those things happened. I just didn't think it was that interesting to see a guy saw a shelf and a guy try to get away from the saw and then just fall on a ladder and then just lift up a chainsaw. And so, I feel like I saw that already in something else, uh, especially just lift. What about that priest thing, that scene with the priest? You don't think that was great? You know, when that, the guy got his ear cut off and when that one, that one that ball was, was fucking come around and did that scanning thing with the fucking red thing going... You know, it was it was some Terminator thing. I figured you'd like that. And I don't yeah, know. yeah, I do. And all the death. Oh uh, yeah, well, they, this movie's like uh, if you give me a highlight reel of the movie, I'll say, oh, it's great. Right, <laughs> true. But I mean, but there's so much. But what if the highlights add up to a whole what two minutes and nineteen seconds? I mean, like that is really that all that's good about this movie. And then you're sitting through a, a, a waste of time the rest of it. So I'm not trying to be harsh, really. I swear to God. But I, I think it's like, it's a, it's a two. You know, if anything, if you, 
that means I don't like it. If anything, 2.5 because there's some things I liked. So maybe 2.5 is the real answer. I just, I don't get it. I don't see why this is good. So that's it for Phantasm 2. So this will be its own show because clearly we ran over an hour. It's about, uh, it's about 90 minutes, this, this entire show. So that's it. Any parting words? Get out now. No. <laughs> did you both say that? No, Dave did. Uh, what were you saying? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and by the way, sorry, I'm also not blown away by Angus Grimm yet either. I, I thought I thought he would have more. I thought he would have more presence or something. I thought he would have... What, do you want him to be Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he'd be a little more iconic. He doesn't come off as iconic as I hoped he would. I get that. I get that. He's very... Yeah. yeah. And he only says, like, three things. Yeah, it's just not... It's not ringing my bell. He's like, like a, he talks. He's like a doll that, it, like, you pull the cord in his back. And he, <laughs> boy, 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 boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That one line is great, though, when he goes, when you die, you think you go to heaven. You come to us. That's fucking badass, man. Yeah, I do like that. I do, I do. I liked it more when, when Pinhead said it, but okay. When he is, when he, <laughs> when he is talking and when he is around, I think he is, he has presence. It's just that he's not utilized nearly enough. True. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So it's just not, I don't know. We're spending too much time with the fucking, the poor man's ash. That's what Reggie Bannister is in this series. Oh, and totally. Like, totally. Yeah. And people love yeah. ash and that's what I think they love Reggie. He's that's like, exactly it. Yep. <laughs> we should do like a versus thing with those two. <laughs> Well, at least at least Reggie isn't comical. At least not yet. He might get comical in the next couple. I don't know. Uh, he's like people... Equate Ash. Equate. <laughs> yeah, Equate. Walmart brand Ash. Awesome. <laughs> well, I guess. Hey, listen. If he honestly, if people think it's sacrilegious, if he gets comical, I would actually appreciate it because I actually will have an emotion when I'm watching, and maybe I'll laugh or something. You know, like I just want something to happen. In the next two movies, like I don't know what we're looking for here, or, or what's ahead of us. But oh my god, if this is the best, I am fucking. <laughs> I, I, I just want to like run into traffic now. <laughs> run into traffic like, now. Get out! Run into traffic now. <laughs> All right. Well, on that cheery note, uh, see you next time, guys. Bye bye. See you. Ha, ha, ha.